All right, hello, hello, Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today, I want to talk to you about a very loaded word, a very loaded topic, and that is anxiety. And I normally feel like I talk about things on the other side of a victory, right? What I mean by that is typically speaking, I'm not going to have a moment where I'm struggling and talk about it in the midst of the struggle, right? I'm gonna talk about it and share with you um, the value and the lessons and all of that kind of stuff once I'm kind of through that difficult moment. But I was gonna record a different episode tonight and I have been so, so, so anxious over the past couple of days. Like it's weird because I typically struggle with anxiety like a week before my period and over the past couple of months, I hadn't really dealt with it. And all of a sudden this weekend, it really kind of like hit me harder than it has in a really long time. And I haven't been able to quite shake it. It's a little bit better than it was this weekend, but I haven't quite been able to shake it. And I know it's something that will kind of just pass over the next couple of days and I'll, I'll kind of come out of the fog, if you will. But I almost felt like me speaking to you as somebody who is in the middle of kind of struggling with this, for this particular topic, I do feel like it can actually be the most powerful thing, right? Because I think that, again, anxiety can be such a loaded topic, can be such a sensitive topic. And I feel as though I see a lot of people when, you know, when it's discussed, I feel a lot of people like react very sensitively to it, right? Because in those moments where if you're feeling like you're struggling, you don't want to hear somebody say, oh, well, you know, just do this or just do that as if it's this magical pill that you can just kind of move through quickly. I know that when you're in the thick of it, it doesn't feel that easy. And so I felt like, again, like while I was, struggling a little bit was the best time to talk to you about it because it's an opportunity for me to again speak to it like knowing that again it's not that easy to move through but here are the things that do help me cope right even when it's as hard as can be and so a couple of the things that I just want to say really quickly as I get into this is that I don't know it, it's hard to explain because on one hand my my natural thing to say, like my, my instinctual thing to say is like, oh, you probably struggle or you might struggle with anxiety more than me. I don't struggle that badly with it because it's not something that has been an active part of my life for most of my life, right? It's not something that, I think it was probably there, but maybe it wasn't me acknowledging it or maybe me knowing myself a little bit better now that I just, I like I see it and I, I'm a little bit more clearly or I'm able to identify it, whereas maybe in past years, I wasn't, if that makes sense. But the point is, is that I want to be sensitive to the fact that, I mean, obviously I'm not a doctor. Obviously I'm not a psychologist, any of these kind of things. And so, you know, I want you to obviously hear what I'm saying and, you know, put it through your filter and decide what is applicable to you and your life. And if there is a piece of advice ever that doesn't resonate with you, you know, you dismiss it and that's okay. I think that, I mean, I could obviously go on to a rant, into a rant for a long time right now about, you know, not everybody's message of course is always going to resonate with every person. And it feels like it's gotten a little bit out of control the way that people um, expect that to be the case, right? And so again, my point is, is that, I'm sharing these things with you in the hope that it is helpful. And I know that it will be helpful for many of you. 
And if you are in a moment or if you are in a situation where you are struggling and my advice on this is not helpful, you know, please fast forward, go to the next episode or go to another episode or, or you know, turn it off completely because I want to be sensitive to what you're going through and the way in which you might be struggling on a deeper level than me balanced out with if I can help you or anyone, right, in ways in which that I've learned that a lot of this works for me, um, that feels like a very important thing to me, right? So again, I'm always trying to strike that balance and I want you to know that. And so the first thing that helps me a ton, and this could be possibly an annoying thing to hear, and I probably would have been annoyed to hear this previously before I really understood it, but that is that Number one, I do my best to surrender to it. And what I mean by that is when I am having a moment where I feel like that elephant is on my chest, my you know head is racing, I can't stop thinking of things, and I feel like there's a million things to do, or you know, again, I'm just going in a million different directions and I can't stop the racing of my thoughts, my old go-to is feeling like in those moments, that's where I have to work on this or do that or keep busy or I'm kind of in this mode of like trying to fix myself. And one of the best things that I have really just come to understand is that being compassionate with myself and really just recognizing the situation for what it is and letting it be okay versus fighting it that's one of the most helpful things that I can do for myself. And so again, that's where I'm not going to force myself to work if I don't want to work. That's not where I'm going to, again, go into this mode of trying to fix myself or do this or do that. I'm going to, or like, or trying to get rid of it, right? I think me specifically dealing with it always right before I'm about to get my period that's just like a helpful indicator for me because then it's like, okay, I know what's going on here. Oh, okay, this is happening. This is why you feel this way. And so if there's any ever a week or there's ever a moment that you're not going to be hard on yourself or you're not going to push yourself to be productive or you're not gonna push yourself to do X, Y, Z, this is that moment, right? That's where I'm going to sit with, like what is the most loving thing to do for myself right now? Sometimes it's take a nap. Sometimes it is to work on something, right? But I'm not going to be in this mode of fighting it and like hating it as much as I'm gonna do my best to be like, this is the situation. I'm having an anxious moment. How can I just, again, give myself compassion and give myself grace? Because I find that again, when that happens versus again, trying to fight it, that's when I'm able to move through it so much, A, more quickly, but also with so much less drama. Um, and so I wanna encourage you to do that as well. So the second part of this, and actually the second and third part, I feel like these largely go together, but this is something that I am going to say as bluntly as possible. And this is something that I have a tendency to say aggressively because I think it's important and I don't think it's as hard as everyone makes it out to be. And that is that you need to get the fuck off your phone, okay? You need to get the fuck off your phone. We are all addicted. All of us are addicted to our devices. It is crazy when you think about how little time each and every one of us spend 
not staring at a screen. It's insane, right? And not even just like the phone itself, but being on social media and consuming information and captions and pictures and this, and then your mind's going this way. And then we Google this because we want to know this piece of information and Hey, where did I see that actor before? And then that leads me to something else. Again, the third point, which ties into this is that I know that when I'm having an anxious moment, the last thing in the world I need is more information. The last thing in the world I need is to put more things into my brain, right? To have me going off in a bunch of different angles or exploring this topic or again, feeling like I have to fix myself by buying this new book, right? And then just feeling bad that I didn't finish the book, so on and so forth, right? No new information or as little, as little new information as possible. And so again, to go, go back to the second point here is that I know that it's funny because a lot of people will ask me things like I've shared a lot of times that I have removed Facebook from my phone 99% of the time. Every once in a while, I'll put it back on for like business purposes where, you know, I know I have to answer clients and it's just easier. Same with email. But most of the time, Facebook and email is not on my phone. Instagram stays on my phone. And the reason for that is for the most part, again, like for so long, I wasn't really showing up in a business sense on like on Instagram. And so Instagram never felt overwhelming to me. Instagram just felt like fun to me. Like it was like looking up like celebrities and things like that. Like it was just very mindless. Now that I am a little bit more in business mode with Instagram, I'm I'm almost feeling like I do have to delete it from time to time because it's starting to make me feel a little bit more anxious than it ever did before. But I've, I talk about this all the time, like how much better I feel when I remove those apps from my phone. And I have had so many people say to me, like, how do you do that? Like, it's so hard. Like, I'm so used to checking my phone in the middle of the night or as soon as I wake up. And... This might sound a little insensitive and I apologize if it does because I know that like I might say this about the phone whereas like you might say this about something that I struggle with, right? But my point is, is like it feels so silly to me for any of us to act as though not checking Facebook is hard. Like when we think about the hard things in this world and the hard things going on in each of our lives, right? The hardships and like the true issues and problems that do go on, not checking Facebook the second you wake up, that's not hard, right? That's not hard. And so it felt really important to me that I had to kind of like take a step back from being on all of those platforms or again, checking my email first thing in the morning. And I definitely didn't do a great job of it at first. And it would be funny because I would like take it off, for example, for like a week and I wouldn't check my phone, you know, as soon as I woke up and then I would think like, I don't know, I guess I felt like I was like cured. I'm like, oh, I'm, it's okay. Like I've gotten over the hump. Now I can put it back on my phone. And then I, I would catch myself going back to the habit of having it on my phone and checking it first thing in the morning. And when you have the discrepancy, if you will, of seeing like so clearly, oh, those days where I didn't have it on my phone, wow, what a coincidence that my days started so much happier and lighter and less stressful versus the moments where I would put it back on my phone, I would see something annoying and it would completely change the course of my morning, right? Once you start seeing the difference, experiencing the difference, it's hard to ignore it at that point, right? And so over and over and over again, I just see so clearly 
how much A, happier I am, but B, how much calmer I am when I remove my phone, especially from the beginning phase of my day, right? And I just, I wanna, again, I know I'm being a little bit blunt about this, but I wanna be, of course, kind about it, where I want you to understand that like the FOMO is so, it's so made up, right? Because again, I think as business owners who I go, I know that many of the people that I'm speaking to, your businesses are largely tied to Facebook. They're largely tied to Instagram. They're, you know, there's a lot going on in your email. And so it can feel like, well, I'm working. Well, I'm, you know, I'm checking in on clients. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. It can feel purposeful. But, and, and again, it can feel like you don't want to, you know, God forbid, miss something. Somebody says something or somebody sends you an important email. But I really feel like for the most part, right, what could be that important that you could risk missing, you know, a couple hours in the morning, right? What, like, what could you possibly risk missing? I imagine nothing that is that, that, that important like, okay, let's say tomorrow morning you wake up and you do check Facebook in the middle of the night and like in the morning, paying attention to really what's coming up for you minute by minute as you scroll mindlessly, as you read other people's posts, whatever it is, like how is that affecting your energy, right? Pay attention to it because again, if you could wake up in the morning, for example, and have some quiet time to yourself, to meditate, to just sit there for 10 minutes, to go for a run, whatever makes you feel calm, I can guarantee you, you are going to be such a happier and calmer and such a less anxious person for the rest of the day. And the whole piece is that when you experience that for yourself, right? You don't want to give that up right? That becomes addictive instead. You're like, oh, now I, I feel, I can feel the experience of what it feels like to feel good throughout the day. I don't want to sacrifice that. And I certainly don't want to sacrifice that just so I can read a bunch of posts from people I don't agree with just so it can piss me off, right? Like that's not doing you or anybody any good, right? And so again, the same thing with like, cause it's not just about social media, of course, but like, I know I'm such a curious person. Like I don't like not knowing something like if there is like, I, I said the actor thing before, but it's such a thing like in my family, especially like, Oh God, I've seen that face before. Where is he from? And then, you know, one of us is on, on IMDB. And then the next thing you know, you're on 42 other websites. Cause you've gone down this rabbit hole. You've lost an hour and your brain has been consumed by all this information that isn't actually helpful, right? That isn't actually doing you any good. And so I just want you to remember here that like, when it comes to, and again, all of this is my experience, but when it comes to anxiety, right? You feeding, right? Feeding the beast, if you will, like you already have enough stuff to think about. We don't need more things to think about, let alone things that are not beneficial to you, right? And so the more that you can get comfortable with doing a body scan, right? Sitting in stillness, sitting with yourself, I just, I feel so deeply that that will help you immensely. Not just because I've experienced it, but because also it feels so logical to me now that I have experienced it, right? Because again, like, of course, of course, you waking up and consuming a ton of information on this bright screen, right? Of course, that's not going to make you a calmer human being. Of course it's not. And again, I think that 99% probably of you would agree with me that if push came to shove, you could admit that you checking your phone first thing in the morning is not a necessity. 
It's not actually a money-making activity. It's not a life or death situation, right? You're not, you know, working in politics or whatever it is where you have to be tied to that phone. And so again, if you could experiment with that and kind of give yourself that opportunity to kind of just be a little bit more clear and be a little bit more lucid, if you will, even if it's just 1% more, that's a big deal, especially when you're struggling, right? Um, and so when it comes to the phone and I, I want to also be clear, like if somebody is listening to this, that has like been my friend for a long time, they're probably like, what the fuck is she talking about? Because I am awful. Like I am always on my phone and I've gotten so much better at it and it's still something I struggle with, but I have gotten so much better at it. And like I said, I noticed how much happier it makes me. Right. And so not only is it, you know, especially like first thing in the morning kind of thing, but I notice, like at the end of my work day, like let's say, you know, it's six o'clock and okay, I wanna clean up a little bit or I wanna do this, I wanna do that. I am really mindful to like, I'll set a timer on my phone and then I will like put my headphones on, I will listen to some music. The timer is set so that I do not touch my phone for that hour because I just need some time away from the screens, away from the devices to kind of breathe again, right? It's a whole different version of breathing, if you will, when you're not staring at that screen. And so a couple of things that I've done recently that have been really cool and helpful. Um, number one, I feel like the world's most boring human being. Cause I have literally spent the past week talking about my new alarm clock. Like who the fuck talks about their alarm clock all the time, but I love this alarm clock. I think it's called the hatch. Um, I got it on Amazon. I was catching myself being on my phone at night and then kind of like being in bed and being on my phone for an hour, sometimes longer, again, scrolling mindlessly and like fueling my anxiety essentially. And so I've made it a rule that I wanted to start leaving my phone in the other room before I get into bed, right? Like I wanna give myself that time to just relax in bed. Sometimes I'll watch TV, but like I just don't wanna be again on my phone. And so I've been leaving my phone in the other room. And so I got this hatch uh, alarm clock and I really like it because it's number one, you can set it to have like a custom bedtime routine. So like I'll hit it and then it puts like a reading light on for 10 minutes. And again, you can like adjust the settings, but I have it set up. So it's like a reading light for 10 minutes. It's a nighttime meditation for 10 minutes. And then it shifts into like nature sounds. Like I, I have it set to do um, like ocean sounds. And then in the morning, it wakes you up to like a different type of nature sounds. I have it do uh, like birds chirping and a light, right? So it's not like that, the, you know, the annoying iPhone ring, it wakes you up with the light getting brighter and also the birds chirping and it, it's so much more of a pleasant way to wake up. And so again, I've only had it for a week, but like, I can't stop talking about it. Like I highly recommend it. I've, I absolutely positively noticed the difference. And so not only from going to bed, um, it's so much easier to like kind of wind down without your phone. But I really like the fact that then when I wake up, the phone is not the first thing I'm grabbing for, right? Now my phone is charging in the other room. And so a lot of times I'll go upstairs and I'll make my coffee and I'll start getting ready for the day without even touching the phone still. And it just not being this like habit, right? Just not doing it on autopilot where again, you're grabbing the phone first thing. It makes such a difference. And so I highly recommend it. Um, as a side note, I, I didn't, I wasn't planning on saying this. Like I almost forgot to say this because I talk about this all the time anyway, but if you have notifications on your phone, please take them off. Please, for the love of God, take the notifications off your phone. 
whether it's Voxer, whether it's, you know, Facebook, Instagram, anything like that, I think the last thing in the world you need is being alerted to these little things that you don't need to be alerted about. And so right now, like I have, um, like some of my Instagram settings are on and then like my payment settings. But other than that, my payment notifications, but other than that, I don't have any notifications on my phone and it makes such a world of difference in terms of feeling like, Oh my God, I've got to do this. I've got to do this again. And again, I haven't had notifications for a long time. So I almost forgot to say it cause it's just been something that's been so normal to me. But that is another thing again, when it comes to, it made me think of it because if you are, you know, turning off your alarm, if the phone, if the alarm is on the phone and you see that notification, even accidentally, again, of course, you're going to go into thinking mode. You're going to go into work mode. You're going to go into anxiety mode. And again, like that, that to me feels like something that is so simple to do and it can change the entire course of your day. And so again, give yourself that because that's something that is again within your control in my opinion, right? The second thing that I bought um, is I bought a little um, MP3 player. Uh, it's called, what is it called? I think it's called Mighty. Um, I got it on Amazon and it's, you can download your Spotify or your, um, I, I think it works with iTunes too, but I just downloaded my Spotify to it. And I just selected a couple different playlists, but you can download the songs itself to the MP3 player and it works without, you know, Wi-Fi or anything like that. And so even just before I went to pick up Ellie, um, from doggy daycare and I walked there, it's about like probably there and back is a little bit over, uh, like probably like a mile and a half. And I know that like, it makes me feel so much better to be able to like take that walk by myself. And I love like music is a very freeing thing for me. It's a very calming thing to me, even if it's like, you know, like, like, uh, upbeat music, it still feels very calming to me. And so being able to listen to it without the temptation to also text, to also check this or that it's again, it makes a world of difference where I can just enjoy my music and I don't have to actually, again, be on my phone. That's really, really, really helpful as well. Um, it sounds like such a simple thing, but really can be such a game changer. And the other thing that I bought, I bought this a while ago, but I hadn't really used it. Um, I bought, because I'm somebody who I think you like, I mean, many of you know this anyway, that I'm such a, a talker, right? With, when it comes to my content, I would so much rather talk things out versus like typing them up, whatever. And so a lot of times I'll record myself and a lot of times I will do it on my phone. But again, if I'm trying to have a moment where I'm in the zone, but then, you know, I see something on my phone or I'm tempted to check this or, oh, I'm just going to Google this again, you can go down a rabbit hole. And so I just bought a very simple on Amazon, like a, a voice recorder and it's a little teeny tiny digital thing. And I can just click it and record myself. If I'm thinking about ideas, if I'm brainstorming, whatever it is without the temptation to also go again and check an app, whatever it is. And again, little things like that, right? Uh, it's, it might sound like a simple, silly thing, but really it, it is really freeing. And like I said, these teeny tiny habits that can make a world of difference in terms of like the tone that it sets for your day or your hour, whatever it is. Right. And so again, those two points collectively, you know, get off your phone, but also do your best to not be in this mode of information consumption, right? Cause again, I especially know with like entrepreneurs, so many of us, you know, we're doing the mindset work, which is great, which is wonderful. We're working on ourselves, but I find that sometimes when I, like, I know personally when I'm anxious 
that's the, those are the moments where I feel the most so where I've got to fix myself, right? Whether it's around this or whether it's around that. And all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm like in this mode of seeking solutions. I'm gathering information and I'm like ravenous for information, right? And that only makes me more anxious. It only makes me more anxious. And so again, there are always obviously lines to this, but I think consuming anything, right? from this like fear-based or fixing or gathering right mentality, I think just really, again, fuels the anxiety and it doesn't do anybody a lot of good. And so I want you to remember that piece of it. And again, do your best to be still with yourself, right? Do your best to be like, to get into nature, like just to be calm and quiet versus again, in information mode. Cause like I said, I just feel like in my experience, in my opinion, it makes it so much worse. The other thing that I wanna say is I want you to make sure that you are playing. This is, this has not been an easy one for me and I've definitely done the best job of this this year versus previous years, but I'm sure many of you know, obviously being a business owner is hard. And it's not as though you, it doesn't matter if you have set business hours, quote unquote, you never stop being an entrepreneur. You are waking up in the middle of the night worrying about your Facebook ad, right? It is very rare to turn your brain off, let alone if you have children or a family to worry about, right? You're always on. And I think the moments where I always compare it to like when you used to come home from school and your mom would tell you like, hey, go outside and play for an hour, you know, like kind of let the steam out. You've been in school all day. You've been sitting in a desk all day. Go outside, you know, get some of the energy out and then it's time to do your homework. I find over and over again, how beneficial it is for me to like allow myself to play and allow myself to really just like as much as possible go back to this like childlike version of myself and like what I mean by that is freeing myself for an hour of responsibility right freeing myself from feeling as though this has to get done or you have to worry about this and I understand how that can feel like almost impossible sometimes because there, there, there is a lot to worry about, right? There is, but an hour of not worrying about it won't destroy anything, won't hurt anything, right? In fact, it will help it if you give yourself that moment of, again, letting the air out of the tires, if you will, you're gonna do better work. You're gonna be calmer, right? And you're gonna give yourself some joy that you deserve. My coach, Carrie, like when we first started working together, she, she suggested doing things like personal power hours. And I found that so helpful as well because I think so often we can, even if you're working out, even if you're grocery shopping, right, you're doing things that are actually important things to do. But I know feeling like I have to rush into the next thing is a really big struggle for me. Like it's it's this dark cloud over me, right? I always feel like there's more to do, there's more to do, there's more to do. And so it's like, I'm not even doing anything unless I'm consciously choosing otherwise. I'm not doing anything in a present manner. I'm doing things to like, do, to get to the next thing. And the very practical step of being like, okay, this hour is for like personal time. That doesn't matter if I'm cutting up vegetables, if I'm laying in my bed, if I'm taking a walk, if I'm playing, like if I'm, uh, I've been painting a lot lately. I'll talk about that in a second, but whatever it is, is like, it is my time and there is no work involved in this hour. It is my time. I'm not touching my phone. I'm not, again, thinking about work. It is my time. And like, this might sound silly, but if you get it, you get it. 
there's such a difference in you going, for example, grocery shopping and feeling like, okay, I have to rush through this because I've got I've got to get this email sent, whatever, versus, oh, I'm going to go grocery shopping and I'm going to take my time because I have until the end of this hour to do it calmly. It's a totally different feeling. It feels so much more expansive than, again, this moment where you're just on to the next thing, on to the next thing. And so again, personal power hour is such a helpful uh, thing for me. But when it comes back to like the playing piece of it specifically, I literally, like if you had a camera in my apartment, I like, you would literally probably want to like lock me up because I look like a psychopath. I do not care. One of my most favorite things in the entire world to do to start my day is to have a solo dance party. And sometimes it's a Taylor Swift concert that I'm putting on. Sometimes it's a greatest showman kind of morning. Sometimes I have this, uh, I have this wedding playlist, like, but like wedding, like not like love songs, like wedding, like being at a wedding, like there's like shout or like, I'm trying to think of other songs that are on it, like Love Shack, like ridiculous songs that you would hear at a wedding where you're just like jumping up and down dancing. I feel like this is obvious, but in case it's not, let's be clear. I cannot dance. There is not a artistic bone in my body, if you will. Dancing is not something I do well in any way, shape or form. But this act of like not giving a fuck and really just kind of like letting loose by myself and the movement of the body, like it's so freeing. It's so freeing. I literally have like indoor sneakers that I wear, like, cause obviously like just, especially like walking Ellie, whatever. Like, I don't want to wear my sneakers inside, but I literally have a pair of sneakers that is just for indoors. And I will, again, literally just dance around my apartment, like a complete psychopath sweating and with my headphones on. I use my AirPods for most things I'm listening to, but I specifically use my Beats by Dre, like the, the bigger ones and say it's a whole different feel. Like I'm able to just feel the music music on a whole different level, but literally putting those on and just dancing around to music that I like, whatever it is, 20 minutes, half hour, it makes my day 10,000 times better. Like I'm really not even exaggerating. It makes my day so much better. Right. And so that's an example. Another example is, um, like I said, I've been painting lately again, not an artistic bone in my body. When I tell you I have not a shred of talent when it comes to painting. I do not have a shred of talent. It is so calming to me and it is so fun for me to like look at the colors and to just like, again, like paint, like play with the way that the paint moves on the canvas. I have a ridiculous amount of canvases upstairs, like in my apartment. And like, but like my point is, is like, it's been this thing that has like consumed me and it's not about the painting as much as it is about like the freeing feeling that it gives me to like, it doesn't matter about anything staying in the lines. Right. Or, you know, there's, there's no rules. It's just this moment where again, you can kind of get back to this like childlike sense about you and like explore and again, play and something about giving myself that again is so calming and allows so much of the anxiety that I'm struggling with to really like just kind of float away, even if it's only for that hour, but to really float away. And so whatever it is for you, I don't care if you get one of those friggin' like this, the, what is it? Like the kinetic sand, is that what they call it? Like something you enjoyed when you were younger. I was talking to a client the other day and she was like, you know, I've wanted to sign up for this hip hop class for a really long time. Like, yes, do it. Like go to a comedy club by yourself, whatever it is. 
like whatever you need to do to just give yourself that reconnection to again your younger self but also the gift of not worrying for an hour because you're just enjoying yourself that much it contributes to your business in a, such a positive way and so much more of a positive way than I think most people realize or or I think people can take it really for granted and so I want you to again do your best to reconnect in that way um because again your sanity and your your business in my opinion and my experience will be so much better for it um and then the final thing that I want to say and again God knows that I'm not a doctor and so like nutritionist anything so take this with a grain of salt but again I'm speaking to this from the perspective of what helps me um I know you know in those moments where I'm really anxious those are the moments where I want to you know order the cookies or you know eat the crap right like I, you want to go for those like comfort foods those the the things that are going to give you that little like temporary high and of course there are moments where I succumb to that and certainly like more so in the past but it's this interesting thing where when I'm feeling really anxious in this odd way, it's actually easier to like take care of myself in a better way nutritionally because it's like I'm feeling like crap already. I refuse to contribute to it. I refuse to wake up in the morning feeling like, oh, like I ate too much sugar yesterday or anything like that. And so that's going to be, it's not so much that I like eliminate things or anything like that, but I am so much more mindful of like getting in more greens, drinking more water, not drinking alcohol, right? Because again, I know that like I want to feel better. And so if I'm already feeling, like I said, like crap, I, I refuse to contribute to it, right? Not only because I personally want to feel better, but also like I know that I have things to do, right? I want to, I want to build this business. I want to do my best work. And so if I can be as mindful as possible, again, in those moments to, again, not contribute to the crap feeling, but also do anything to make myself, if even a little bit, like feel a little bit better, that feels so incredibly important and so incredibly helpful. And I don't know, I just think recognizing that you're worth that, right? Recognizing that you deserve that to, to give yourself that, again, compassion, give yourself that love versus like going down the path of allowing yourself to feel worse, I think is a really, a really beautiful moment that I know is not always easy to access, but I know that again, in moments it's possible. And if, if it is possible at all, again, like I said, I want to encourage you to give yourself that because it can be such a just such a game changer and like I said I want to be as sensitive as possible to the fact that you might be struggling on a deeper level than me and all of those kind of things but like I said those are things that all truly 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 help me significantly and so if there's one thing in there that helps you a teeny tiny bit that that feels important you know um and so know that that's where I'm coming from with all of this and so yeah that is it for today if you haven't already rate subscribe I would appreciate it so so much um and I will talk to you in the next episode